I just married the Buffalo Bills. Might not last, but I just popped the question. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. The Bills have a future, and so do a bunch of other teams. Baker Mayfield shocked the world, but not the Cleveland office. You can't fight human nature, and I think Baker's going to be fighting it. Oh, man, what a draft. Chucky's back in the NFL, and it's good. And the Jets might win the Stanley Cup. Here we go. Freestyle. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett, uh, joined as always by Weird Mike. How you doing, Weird Mike? All is well. That's what I like to hear. And, of course, the voice of God, Brent Waits. Hello, hello. Woo! Uh, that is a woo, because the NFL offseason is over half over. Yeah. Is that accurate? I don't think so. It feels like it is. Because like, when there's like 200 days out, they start that countdown. With I the know. The jerseys yes. and numbers. And I love that countdown. I haven't seen that yet. And yeah. it's still way too Whenever the away. draft happens, I'm just like, sweet. Like I just got to do the summer. And then all of a sudden, like the Hall of Fame game happens, which always seems kind of weird. But like, you know, either way, uh, I'm fired up. You should be too. And we're going to talk some football. We're fired up. But yeah, uh, yo, dude, the Jets are going to win the Stanley Cup, man. And the people of Winnipeg are fired up about it. What have they ever won? All right, what? Not, nothing. Not ever. Not, not a thing. Maybe blue bombers, but but no CFL one cares. Doesn't but no, count. no one cares. It's right. Not a real championship. I mean, people like I'm not. I mean, people in Canada care, but like you know, for at least your whole continent should care for it to be like some sort of major win, something that you could really parade through the sp- the streets for and like not go to school, like have one of those days. The whole continent cares about almost nothing. All the same, but e- either way. You know, you guys are big Jets fans, eh? I'm, I'm. Look, have you ever been to Winnipeg, man? It. I drove through it. It's it's something. You put this. <laughs> yeah, it exists. Something. It's come some sort of wind cold, like wold. Yeah, it's a <laughs> solid minus forty. Um, eight months. You a get year. you get kicked out of a bar in the winter in Winnipeg. You look at the bouncers like, man, do you know what you're doing? You know, they're dead. Yeah, you're you're gone. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, I went all in on the Jets on all my hockey pools, so got a lot of money riding on them. And uh, yeah, let's let's win Game Seven tonight. Here we go. I'll always respect a good bet. What are you gonna win about seventy beans or something? Win yourself a nice lunch at the Sizzler. Win something for the Winnipegans. Is that what, is that is that what you could call yourself? If Winnipegers, the Winnipegos. <laughs> no, I actually like Nashville. We went to Nashville. It was a lot of fun. Yep. And good barn. Good barn. Great barn. And good vibe. And I hope they get back to where they were. Because now, you know they, what were I, a gl- they were a game away from the cup. Yeah. And, you know, baby steps. No. Pittsburgh's out. Look, I got, I mean, I, sure, we were there. I got no attachment to Nashville. I was moving with your brother earlier, Voice of God, uh, firefighter Craig Waits. He also moves a lot. The water ski barbarian. And I asked him the same question. Who, who do you want to win the Stanley Cup now? At least they're out. He's like, uh, Nashville. <laughs> I'm like, nah. what? Nah, my, like, nah. fifth, probably my fifth pick. Although, good uh, segue into football. Um, I mean, we just missed the pregame, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if they bring back Mariota and the O-line of the Titans yeah. to chug beers <laughs> out of catfish yes. and fire up the stadium. It's been amazing. Yeah. I Let's just give them a bunch of beers and they'll chug them with their shirts off. Right. I what? <laughs> it's incredible. I just like it's look. It's 2018. You know, everybody like when people look. The guys in the off season just it's awesome. It's awesome. 
They're just having a good time. Fire everyone up. It almost feels medieval. All right. Look, Win at all costs. This is human nature. Okay. People drink. Big guys drink a lot. Whatever gets the people Big going. amounts. Yeah. You see Mariota just being there like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want everyone to know I'm not going as hard as all these guys. You yeah. Know? This is different than Hawaii. Um, Speaking of the Titans, they probably had one of the most uneventful drafts and offseason. No big pickups. They're, no big splashes. In the I draft. think they're going to be on their way down. Down and not for it's not even their fault. The division's on the way up. Deshaun Watson's coming back from injury. He's amazing. Correct. You know, we'll talk about that a lot of stuff, stuff later. But Tennessee's on their way down, as well as a bunch of other teams that I think you like. Well, Jacksonville's you know still rising. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Nope. And you know Andrew Luck I do. and the Colts are back on the map. Their win totals at six and a half. Loving the old. Is Colt is, is is Andrew Luck healthy? Andrew Luck's healthy. He's ready to go. Yeah, you know that. He doesn't hey, even know that. Hey, we haven't been told he's not playing, and that's the news when he doesn't play. He's hanging out with like Rafiki, like you know. Shout out Rafiki, he's man. Got, no, yes, ABC Baba. Look at that. Nashville Predators, Winnipeg Jets, and the AFC South. I'd like After to, a month and a half. I'd How's like, your barn, boys? I'd like to be simba once in my life. That'd be really cool. Like, you know, like, no. You've been Stanley Copped. Yes. It's similar action. By the way, folks, if you want to make your party a little bit better, okay, take uh, whoever's the sort of person of the evening for whatever reason. You know, whether they're returning from a long trip, it's their birthday. Maybe that idiot's getting married, you know? Just, just everyone, just gather, get underneath that person, send him up into the air. Like you're in a pool, but you're not in a pool. Yeah, and just launch him. Keep of your times. hands in the air, everybody, and just catch him, throw him up, catch him down. He's out of control. It's like mini crowd surfing. And try and throw him higher. And just Stanley Cup him. It gets good, people going. Yeah, you can even hold him like a Stanley Cup and pass him around. You know, uh, gets the people going. And that's uh, the lesson of the week from uh, Look Who's Talking. We're fired up to be back. Thanks to all of our subscribers all over the world. Uh, and uh, each and every one of you for listening. Tell your friends. Steal your friends' phones. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, Rate, review. And Spotify's coming, our media department tells us, from uh, Huck Media Productions. Uh, Farb and sweet, folks. A uh, couple things from the draft. Obviously, last episode, I wanted the Bills to go out and get that big-armed chance named Josh Allen. Oh. And somehow they didn't even have to give up their, their second, uh, first, oh, first round pick to get him. Fell into his lap at number seven. They traded up with the Bucks to get him. Look, he might be a mistake, but let him, let him be our mistake, okay? We have... <laughs> I'm so excited to tell you that the Bills traded that pick with the Bucks, yeah. a couple of second rounders, yeah. right? Well, the Bucks on day two used one of those second rounders to draft live from their pirate ship on a draft day oh, party right. with wenches. The wenches on made the NFL pick? Network at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. I'm making a bologna sandwich, walking around in my mutandis with some hummus, and there's wenches on the screen. And I knew we had to get together and rock out. The audiovisual department of Look Who's Talking apologizes for the, that visual of said hummus, whatever mutundis are. Baloney, <laughs> mutundis, and hummus. <laughs> yeah. Hell of a day. Yep. Um, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, the I saw the parrot. And the wenches made they, the It was a little, they, they kind of overpromised, underdelivered on the parrot. It's yeah. pretty cool, but uh, I, I, everyone thought that he was going to like speak the pick. 
but it was just he was just there I'm not, I'm on sure the wench. You, I'm sure most of our listeners probably follow Fuck Cherry on Instagram. He had I think one I think one like a couple uh, this month that said <laughs> it is we don't take seriously enough or aren't scared enough of how parents can talk like human beings. <laughs> I yeah. happen to agree. Pretty That's awesome. Pretty awesome. <laughs> so cheers to you, parents. Um, keep doing what you do. Uh, yeah. By the way, first of all, with that, uh, the second round picks being all done by the alumni. I mean, a couple of the guys, you know, did it like professionals, like Aikman, you know, just and and Staubach go throw those spirals. But Staubach can still freaking zip it. Uh, you see I, Vince Young? Yeah, yeah. He had one job, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say his name. His name is Howard. He's yeah. like heard. Uh, the, I don't know. He mumbled through it. Someone else got the school wrong. It's a card with a couple of words on it. It's uh, Vea. The yeah. Bucks took with that pick a big uh, Samoan Vea Valawatua. Yeah, yeah. The defensive tackle. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna keep an eye on him, man. Maybe get a sack total. That's Follow good. him all year. If He's the list- wench pick. If, yeah, right. He's the wench pick. The wench pick. We're gonna follow it. I mean, what are you gonna do? He was their. He was their first. Yeah, I think runner. he was their first round pick. He was their first rounder. I mean, um, it'd be nice if he was their wench pick. I, yeah, no, I saw that. I saw him. Someone. Come off the board. We'll 12th. find out. We'll look up stats. He was yeah, twelfth overall D tackle um, from Tonga. Yeah. And they showed his real name because Vito Vea is like his aggressively short form name. Right. They show his real name on the screen. I'm gonna attempt to say it, but it is. Fucking fifty letters. It's long. his name's like the chorus of a song. <laughs> Tavita Tuliakiono Tulioputu Moesi Vahai Fahoko Falotu Vita Vea. That was actually really uh, nice. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Gotta tell you, it's pleasing to see you in midseason form calling me out on a first rounder ASAP. Well, you know, love it. Get your wench pick right, bro. It's actually uh I mean, MJ you were in your, you were in your Matundis with the baloney, <laughs> and you, you know you didn't remember the guy. Correct. It's okay. A blurred moment. Talk about your boy Josh Allen. I'm a Bills okay. fan. I'm jacked. They made the move. Now what? Look for for the last twenty years. All right. Look, we've been in a relationship with quarterbacks for and game plans for two or three years. Then the coach leaves, or we find out the quarterback wasn't as good as we obviously all knew that he wasn't. More than anything, we were banking on an average team to somehow go superhuman just at the right time and just win one when they, when they shouldn't. That was basically the game plan for the whole franchise. And now we got a guy with a high enough ceiling where, good God, he could win a couple of these. He could win a couple Super Bowls. And this small town team that doesn't have anything surrounding its stadium higher than three stories suddenly has this cannon arm quarterback who... Look, he might not be able to fix his decision-making and accuracy issues, but the point is, you, every quarterback that you take in the NFL draft, your instincts are telling you he'll be good in the NFL. You don't actually know. Even guys that look a little more polished than, than Josh Allen, y- you're still guessing. The, the pro game, the college game, they're different. Some guys translate right away. Sometimes the first overall pick, Peyton Manning, knows it's him, and he goes right in. But you know what? I like what the Bills did here. I think every Bills fan did. And sometimes draft picks just got to mimic what their fan base wants. And we wanted the chance to compete with the big boys rather than an accepted stance of mediocrity and hoping that we could just beat the odds and uh, Buster Douglas Tyson one time, you know? No. I like how they went with the current model of success for quarterbacks. 
Okay, you could even start it back to Big Ben. The big bodied, didn't go to the big school. Yeah. Big country strong, can take a hit. Carson Wentz, Big Ben, Josh Allen. They come through every five years. Let's do it. Well, and the other thing is, is like, the Bills with Fitzpatrick, you know, what's, what's the team and the fan base supposed to do? Like, yeah, sure, okay, he's a backup that came in here and played well. Sweet. Is he the guy? No. Everyone kind of figures that out slowly, even though we, you sign him to a lot of money. Tyrod Taylor, same thing. Can't throw. Defenses started cheating against us. Watch the Jacksonville game over and over again. They weren't honoring anything in the second half. That's why they can stack against the run. You want to run the ball? You got to have a guy that can at least cheat. And not just when the receiver has six feet of separation so you can lob a rainbow over his head. That's Tyrod going deep. That didn't work. Now, with the Bills game plan, basically the old Carolina sort of game plan, let's have a... Mid-linebacker that's a stud. We're going to play defensive football, run the ball, but with a quarterback at least has the arm so the defense has to play it honest. That's what the Bills have now. That's why they got rid of Tyrod. That's why they knew. Like We just need the defense to believe that he'll throw it. Anyway, I good on the Bills. Finally, after 20 years doing what everyone wants. I'm excited that they got a motivated A.J. McCarron to start the first few games of the year. I looked at their sked, they're road heavy. Not a place where a young rookie might not yeah, excel. Yeah, you're right. So you get AJ in six, seven weeks. If he's doing his thing, you let it roll. If he's even, not, you, you give a kid a half working roster that he's practiced with. The, the point recipe is, for success the point is, is there. I've been in a relationship a long time with the Buffalo Bills. This is the first time I ever popped the question. All right? Because <laughs> I never believed it could be the one before. This could be the one. I might be wrong, but at least, at least I think it could be. That's a good relationship, folks. Sounds like you're proposing on prom night. Yeah. Don't do that. All right. Now, listen. Everyone is, whenever, whenever anyone talks about the draft, they're always, they always forget that it's speculative, I find, right around this time. And a lot of things get reported as sort of matter of fact about good decisions and bad decisions. Now, Saquon Barkley looks like a rock star. Don't get me wrong. I mean... He, ch- he ticks all the boxes. He was great in college. He's a great kid. He's a great guy. He's, he looked good at the combine. He ch- ticks all the boxes. Now, but let's just say, okay, first of all, he's a running back. Smaller career, tenure, smaller impact. Has to be, their quarterback. The Giants never pick this high. Never, ever do the Giants and Jets back-to-back pick this high. So just imagine for a second that this debut lives in infamy in New York as the day the Giants passed on, let's say, Sam Darnold. Or Josh Allen, or, or Rosen, whoever. But specifically Darnold, because he went to the Jets. Let's say the, Darnold wins three Super Bowls with the Jets. Barkley looks great. Maybe he has a great rookie year. Gets, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. Gets a horrible injury. Uh, a, gets a horrible injury. And this becomes that New York moment where the Giants passed on the guy who would be across town in the other dressing room, win Super Bowls the next 10 years. I'm just saying. They're in rebuild mode. I don't yeah, necessarily agree with the running back pick. but How dumb does the Eli benching seem now? By the way, I'm going to run the half marathon in, in September. Uh, run for Eli, hashtag. But how dumb is that? With Team I Will, Scotiabank Challenge. Woo! Your off-season optimism is at an all-time high. You're just tossing out Super Bowls. Three to Darnold. No, I'm done. Alan's going to get a couple. speculating. I'm just saying. 
Who else is going to go one? One of the exciting Famous? things. I'm not, I'm not, to be fair, I'm not predicting that happens. I'm just saying <laughs> this is one of the fun things about the draft. The marathon. I, I like to be able to like look at moments and see, you know, go down the line in a future that you might not be, be able to see right now and then be able to look back and be like, wow, this is like some big moment that like we don't, can't really recognize right now. Yeah, the New York it's connection. It's one of the fun things about the, this the, industry. You know? They're going to be forever tied. Yes. They're like Manning and Barkley Leaf. Darnold. Barkley Darnold. Same draft, New York, same year. The New York boys. Yeah. I wonder if they'll be boys. You never know. You know, they. Barkley like, really seems like a beauty. I think they're both going to have great careers. Uh, I think one will squeak out a Super Bowl. The New York Jets eat quarterbacks, and you want to know why? It's not even through their own fault. They're they're the quarterbacks they draft. Go back like over the last like fifteen twenty years are always misaligned with the coach and GM's tenure. Like, right towards the end, or, like, just like this one, Todd Bowles, this GM, well, they've been there for, like, two, three years. They draft Darnold. Maybe it doesn't work out so good the first year or two. Coach GM leaves. Anyway, this the Jets eat quarterbacks, and I hope it doesn't happen to Darnold. This I'm, is like a good guy. I'm impressed across the board in the NFL is that none of these so-called star quarterbacks, you know, the class of 2018, uh, none of them are being thrust into starting roles ASAP. They all got to earn it. Or they're all going to be kept on the bench, uh, learning. You know, uh, I think everybody's got one. Bradford in Arizona with Rosen. Uh, so you like T-Mo- that you like that they're starting, or you like that they I, have a backpack sort of deal? I like that they're not being thrown into the fire asap. Why? Because throw them into the fire. No, no. I'm telling you, it's good. They're going to get five, six games. There's going to be injuries. Uh, there's going to be different things that arise. You know, in different variables. But none of them are being pressured day one to succeed. And I think that's a good recipe for success. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, a lot of the, these teams that are, ten, like, that are shit, that got high draft picks, they don't have the offensive weapons. You need to put young, inexperienced guys that don't know the NFL and don't know complex offenses. You need, they got to learn time to learn the playbook and you got to give them all the opportunities to succeed. That's probably weapons around them. That's probably what they'll do. I agree with you. I'm just saying like, I, I think in the end you just got to play and, and it could also, you can get into like case kingdom mode where you start playing a guy and then all of a sudden, boom, he starts playing good because the team's playing good and all the weapons around him are playing good and he's not really playing that good. But like, it's just sort of hard to stop this awesome train that is like, you know, the Minnesota Vikings, for instance, and boom, you know, uh, Good teams can make not good quarterbacks look good, and then you get in the problem of not being able to start the guy when you wanted to start him. Yeah, and they, yeah, the Case Keenum was behind a loaded fucking the best team on paper in the league. Well, I so. think he's fooled the Broncos because they just signed him. Um, Who's the Jets starting QB? It's going to be Sam Darnold. Yeah, no, Teddy Bridge. Yeah, there it is. Teddy Bridge. The hey. bridge over the water. Yeah. That's what's going down. Bridge over troubled so water. So here we go. Here's an impromptu Hewlett special draft. There's four quarterbacks and there's four starters ahead of them. Which is going to be the first rookie to see game action coming up? You got T-Mobile, Tyrod Taylor and Baker in Cleveland. You got Sam Bradford and Josh Rosen in Arizona. A.J. McCarron and Josh Allen in Buffalo. And Teddy Bridge or whoever goes in front of him and... Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, the Jets got a, a handful in the mix, but who's who's first to get game action? Josh Allen, taking it. Whoa! 
Yeah. See, I like it. They want to see that strong arm. They want to see it fly. But see, I think the. I also say Browns because they're dumb. And I mean, number one overall pick is a lot of pressure. They are dumb, and T Mobile's going to (laughs) start. And he's just he's gonna do his thing. Who you got? I think Darnold. I think Darnold will play. Yeah. Okay. I figured that you were gonna go Darnold. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Bradford and Rosen. I think Bradford's you just bank- the ba- Bradford's the band aid. You're just banking on Bradford getting hurt. Yeah. Arizona's yeah. got that slick track. Yeah. NFC West is tough sledding. Aaron Donald, Seahawks. Well, the Niners are pressing. I, hear, I think Baker's in a weird situation here, and then this leads this leads me to this leads me to like, true of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right. Truth of the week. The human nature is sometimes hard to fight. And sometimes when you don't fight it and you just embrace it, those ups and downs of life, well, come pretty naturally. Some guys thrive on just being expected to be the best and being the best. Some guys like to prove everyone wrong. I like to think I'm one of those guys that like kind of thrives when you know I got to prove a bunch of people wrong, or or if I get if I get let down or you know humiliated or something bad happens, I don't want it to happen again. As in my highest highs have come from my probably as a direct result of my lowest lows. Baker Mayfield, something weird just happened to him. That he's not used to. He had to walk onto his high school team, fight for position. All right fight for quarterback time because he was small. Went to Texas Tech, walked on, fought for, fought for his position, realized he wasn't going to get playing time, transferred. Cocky. Everyone was like, are you crazy? And where did he go? Quarterback crazy. Oklahoma. Sam Bradford's old team where you win the Heisman if you play well. Needless to say, in a lot of competition. Proved everybody wrong. Reset records at Oklahoma. Wins the Heisman. But had to prove everyone wrong. Did it with a chip on his shoulder. He was so ready to be snubbed over in that draft, kind of Randy Moss style, by like, and again, just because I love, I love Randy Moss, but you know, he probably had everything going for him in high school, and you know, he did some not, you know, didn't do the best stuff, and got in trouble, which cost him. Uh, got into Marshall, blah blah blah. It's a pattern, okay? When you have everything at your feet, it's hard to focus. It's hard to work as hard. The same way that you worked to get all that stuff. You know, some of the dreams I've chased and achieved in life is because I wanted it. And then when you get stuff thrown at your feet, you're like, damn, this is sweet. You kind of take your foot off the pedal of it. Well, Baker Mayfield, for the first time in his life, he didn't drop in the draft. He didn't get snubbed by every team. He didn't, he's not going into the first season with the Randy Moss chip on your shoulder. I can't wait to play the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to light you up for three touchdowns because you didn't say my name. He's not allowed to be mad at anybody. <laughs> Nobody passed on him. First time in his life, he's walk- I was watching him walk around that Browns facility. He looked like he was in a dream. Like Donald Trump when he first got elected. Like he didn't actually expect to get elected, you know? He just was down to fight for it. Baker Mayfield was down to fight for him being the first overall pick. And tell you why you're an idiot. Look at those stats. Are you kidding me? You can't make that shit up. I'm your guy. And Cleveland believed him. And Cleveland believed him. Cleveland believed him. And it's weird. And he's weird about it. And now he's got expectations of a first overall pick. He's got expectations of a 
basically the same of a, of a six foot five quarterback. No longer is his size the thing that kept him down that he's working to go to to prove doesn't matter. Now the expectations are astronomical, and we're going to see if it matters. It's just different. I've noticed in my life that I've thrived when I've had to prove people wrong. Right now, that's the situation that he's thrived in his whole life, and he's not in it. <laughs> he's not in it. I got a feeling Baker Mayfield's going to succeed in this league, but for the next team, because he's going to be proving all the teams that didn't sign him wrong and prove Cleveland wrong for giving up on him three years from now. Truth of the week. If I'm, if I'm Baker Mayfield and have any wind of the Browns drafting me number one overall, I'm releasing like a sex tape or something the day before. <laughs> like I'm, I'm shooting my own stock down. They got a good young team. And again, I like Baker. I like him. That uh, truth of the week might have level jumped our friendship, Hugh. Well, I'm glad you liked it. That was it. remarkable. I'm glad you liked it. I just think here's what happened with Cleveland. Here's what happened with Cleveland and why they picked him. Now, Sam Darnold, again, picking quarterbacks is based on instincts. Your instincts tell you, and a lot of you know, draft nicks and seemingly a lot of GMs, as reported after the draft, said they had Sam Darnold number one. Based on instincts, because in college, you have the best career. You know, he just, all of the intangibles, he, didn't even, he doesn't even throw the ball the best. But all the intangibles wrapped all into one thing. He was, he's predicted by instincts to be the better NFL prospect. Baker Mayfield's stats are the thing that you can hinge your opinion on. Even if you say you just like the guy, Cleveland, if they're wrong, can say, hey, he threw like 70,000 yards at Oklahoma. You know, he interviewed well, but they're going to blame the stats for tricking them. If you pick Sam Darnold, what are you blaming? You're blaming your own instincts, which are were similar to everyone else's, but you're blaming your own instincts. There's no ma massive stats at USC to hinge on. So I just think it's being reported wrong by the media. I think Sam is, was somewhat of the riskier pick, even though uh, he was the, you know, mock number one with GMs, blah, blah, blah. But in your front office, you know, if you like Sam, it was a bit riskier because you can't go on. There's no stats to go on. It's the pre-draft expectations sam didn't want cleveland and he showed it that's not why they picked the process him. and then and but baker i think is somewhat of the safer pick even though unpopular safer in the fact that if you're wrong you don't blame yourself you can blame the stats and as a cleveland management yes cleveland sounds weird but it's it's true cleveland had a chance uh to redeem themselves with their fourth pick and win me a superfecta on the draft Top four picks like a pony race. You needed Chubb to go fourth, right? Baker, Saquon, Darnold, Chubb. All three hit. Chubb, gift wrapped. Best defensive player. You got your quarterback. They go with the hometown boy. Yeah, and the Broncos are just hoping to sack everyone to a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although a couple of sacks in a case. Although, just a little little side note. You heard it here first. You probably didn't hear it here, here first, but I hope you heard it here first. Uh, the Broncos' second-round draft pick, the SMU receiver. I believe his name's Cortland Sutton. Mm -hmm. Amazing. His tape looks amazing. I haven't liked the guy this much just from looking at his college tape since Carson Wentz. Uh, Going to be a star in this league. Write it down. 
Cortland Sutton from SMU gonna be a star. It's good. He need looks to, like T.O. Need to replace DT and Emmanuel Sanders is not getting any younger. But um, right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the truth of the week. And uh, my thoughts on Baker again. Baker, I like you. Uh, don't listen to this BS. All right. When I played sports, I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder too, and I did dumb stuff off the field. But you know what? It's all part of growing up. You're still a kid. Go have fun, buddy. You're the number one pick, and I don't think it suits you. But good luck, man. We're going over to the voice of God with the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. News that matters. A whole lot has happened uh, since we did our last podcast. I had to go back, re-listen to the episode, do my homework. I was in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, you've been. Yeah. Forgot about that so much. Um, And yeah, a little uh, little less than two months time. What's up to all the mates? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of news, mate. Look like an all right time down there. But uh, yeah, should be right. B- back in North America, uh, a lot of teams were busy. So just to give you sort of a quick rundown of free agency, the Coles Notes version, uh, the New Look Browns. So since we last chatted, they signed Tyrod Taylor to hold down the fort until uh, the heir apparent, uh, Baker Mayfield, is ready to rock. Uh, they overpaid Jarvis Landry, but, I mean, he's definitely a great new slot weapon for them. Um, and they added veteran running back Carlos Hyde, who is very underratedly great when he's healthy. The Rams also went nuts um, using all that free money they have while they don't, while they still have Jared Goff on his rookie contract. Uh, Donkey Kong Sue, crazy mother effer, mother farver, uh, Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, and Brandon Cooks. See, that's a, that's a, that's a legit, like... That's just some all-star signings. I've never seen a team ball out like that. Just like crazy. Mental. There's four Pro Bowlers there. Yeah, they just added uh, completely. Yeah, it's hard to like. It's hard. It's hard to ignore that. And I still, I'm not the biggest Jared Goff guy. I mean, I like neither am I, I. But I like the way he throws. But uh, I'm just. You Win can't now. ignore that. Win now, man. Talib's yet yeah, like like right now, like yeah. this year, Win yesterday, right now. Win. We shouldn't lose a game unless we play the Patriots. Aaron Donald and Donkey Kong Sue out there. Yeah, come on. Yeah, mental. Um, right, also, the right, ca- freaking now. Cowboys. Couple uh, personnel updates for you. Des Bryant is no more. A um, lot of uh, mixed emotions over there. Basically, they owed him over twelve million dollars, and he can't separate on man-to-man coverage, and he just uh, you know overpriced himself. And he has been cut, which I'm very proud of Jerry because I really didn't think he had the balls to do it. Yeah, um, he had to. I think it's, I think his son Steve Jones is uh, is really kind of running the run the ship now, and yeah. you know, a little less sentimental uh, than Jerry and making those tough decisions. It, it was a big cap hit, even if he played well. Yeah, you know, like no, it's but enormous. If he's he like a top five receiver. It's still a lot. Not just the separation, but also the drops. I mean, and the bullshit, the head, you know, the the roommate or like in the room. Not, I think not a leader. See, I think that type of stuff. If man, if he catches, you know, a much higher percentage of the balls thrown at him. I mean, he he just was wasting throws. Yeah. Like just you can't be a diva and jumping at the wrong time. He honestly looked baked for some games. Yeah. Um, also, Jason Witten announced his retirement uh, and is believed to be taking uh, John Gruden's job at Monday Night Football. Um, I guess he, yeah, he had a tryout there and seemed to do really well. I yeah. we heard Brett Favre did terribly. Yeah. And that story leaked. Oh, did it? Uh, I'd love to see the tryout video. I'm sure it would be, <laughs> I mean, it's not an easy gig, but uh, I'm sure it'd be hilarious just Favre sort of stumbling through that on camera stuff. 
Come on, it couldn't have been that bad. I bet you know what? I could watch Favre be bad at it. At it, you yeah. know. They, By the uh, way, Kurt Warner like tweeted something. He was like really rattled about not getting the job. Very, yeah, very rattled. He said it was unrelated. But he also, the, was he bull, also, it was Bullfarb. He also at forty-seven uh, spoke to his wife and was very realistically considering a comeback. Also, yeah, uh, this year. Yes, which would have been incredible. Right. Yeah. Just, uh, just add to that le- legend. Win a Super Bowl at 47. He also looked 47, like, fit, you know, when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, he was just a guy who always looked really old. Yeah. I had a guy, when I was growing up, I had this guy, Cosmo DeLeo. When I swear to God, in grade three, he had a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> all those, those foreign kids that, that develop a little I, bit like, earlier good than guy. the rest like, of the I still class. know. He's still, yeah. no, good guy. But the parents haven't even thought to have the puberty talk because it's way too early. But yeah. Yeah. Always, always a couple kids like that in every class. Kurt Warner was walking into movies with the senior discount ten years ago, and he's he's twenty years ago. He's forty-seven. It's double-edged sword. Yeah, uh, but uh, to fill make up for that production or lack of production from Des, the Cowboys have added Alan Hearns and Tavon Austin, um, which I, I like. Hearns, Austin, maybe that works somehow. I think um, he was underused in in St. Louis to the point where he was Jeff Fishered. For a couple years, he's, he I was. Think, I think he's been permanently fissured. Yes, he's. I don't know if there's any much left in. Man, him. he was amazing at. He was at West Virginia, and he caught like everything. He's a fast gadget player, and I mean, maybe they'll use him on special teams. Special teams, anyways. He could be treated like a Percy Harvin. I'm saying, don't give up on Tavon Austin, Cowboys fans. You should be pumped about this. But um, as I mentioned, there was about a thousand league transactions that happened. But we're going to give you the. Sort of most important, fantasy relevant, and a real rapid fire right now of uh, anything you miss. So Cole's notes, Spark notes. Um, if you haven't been watching, Sammy Watkins is now a Kansas City Chief, joining a loaded offense already. Kirk Cousins, as predicted, is now a Viking. Teddy Bridgewater is now a Jet in that situation there with, uh, with Darnold and McCown. Sam Bradford is a Cardinal. Deion Lewis and Malcolm Butler went to Tennessee. They did make moves in the offseason, weird Mike. Jarek McKinnon. San, is now a San Francisco 49er. Um, Great player. I'm calling it right now. Early fantasy breakout candidate, a team-winning player. The guy's got a ton of talent. He did great in, in the Vikings. He wanted a bigger role, and he's going to be in that, uh, that Shanahan offense. I think he's going to have a monster year. LeGarrette Blunt rejoining Matt Patricia in the Motor City, is now a Detroit Lion. Terrell Pryor is going to be a New York Jet. Um, so hopefully, yeah, that'll help out Mr. Darnold. Danny Amendola went to Miami. Uh, that one stung a bit. He's obviously in the AFC East still. Um, but, yeah, he wanted to get paid, and, you know, he's got two Super Bowl rings and wanted to get some cash and go live in Miami. So I, I don't blame him. Also, he shed some light on something we debated a lot on this show uh, and what happened in the Super Bowl with Malcolm Butler. And he was clear as crystal that, yo, he did. he had no idea like no one has any idea why that happened. Yeah, no, you it's know? still mysterious, and that has you know come up. And Brady and Gronk aren't might not be over it just yet. I but, wouldn't be. Yeah, you cost me a ring potentially. But Jimmy Graham is a Packer, as predicted by your host, Mr. Jeff Hewlett. Woo! Uh, Tyler Eifert was re-signed by the Bengals uh, to a one-year deal for about eight million dollars. Austin Stefarian Jenkins uh, is now with J A X, Jacksonville Jags. Uh, Eric Ebron is now a Colt. Martavis Bryant was traded to the Raiders for a third-round pick. It's uh, like all the tight ends of the league just rotate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's try this now. Martavis Bryant has been traded to the Raiders uh, for a third-round pick. 
uh, on his last year of his rookie contract. Um, he'll be joining Jordy Nelson and Amari Cooper, which seems kind of like the exact same situation he had in Pittsburgh with, um, you know, a crowded receiver class and wanting to get the ball more. But hopefully uh, John Gruden's tough love works on uh, dude love, a head case. Dude, I don't think it will. Dude loves the weed. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's, that'll be legal soon. Um, and yeah, it's legal in California, so. I was going to play so, with Big Ben, and then I got high. <laughs> yeah, I did. Michael Crabtree is gone. He's uh, gone to Baltimore, where receivers go to die. I'm traded to Oakland, and I know why. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Sherman is now a 49er as well. C.J. Anderson, um, breaking news, uh, as of yesterday, uh, he is now a Panther. He's going to be uh, helping out Christian McCaffrey, so his... Obviously, uh, there will be. There's a lot of carries to take there, and um, that has bumped McCaffrey's fantasy value down slightly. But uh, he should still be quite relevant. Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, is now a Houston Texan. He, I think he's going to be huge. Uh, you know, he's had a couple, couple injuries, but he was uh, one of the scariest safeties in the league prior to that. Uh, and also, breaking news: not really a free agency update, but Mark Ingram is suspended four games for a PED violation. Uh, he has no history of issues in the past eight years of his career. There's some guys, though, you can just look at and, like, if, you know, you just look at and you're like, yeah, maybe. But that guy has always looked like a Mack truck. No. In, the, in their defense, um, if you take the wrong, like, supplements you buy at GNC, you will test positive for one of those. So it's not like when, they, when you get a PAD violation, that does not mean they are injecting Jose anabolic steroids into their right. directly into their biceps. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like there's any number of medications that can give you a positive. That's what um, it we, could have been. That's what we do before the show though, to be fair. Oh yeah. The needle. We've, drugs. we've been juicing for the, it makes the, makes, makes the show. Oh better. yeah. Yeah. You got to get your swell on. Right. Uh, well, you grip the mic stand. Yeah. I keep breaking mic stands. Woo. And there you have it. Digging the rundown, y'all digging it. I got, uh, I got a weird pick. You got a weird pick? Off-season weird pick. You got a weird pick? We're not talking about that. what you're doing in your nose during the break there? No. No, that's not the weird pick. No. That was actually that looked like an accurate pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Well, what is it? Someone's going to win the Super Bowl. No. You looking at the schedule again? You love the schedule. Big schedule guy. Who is it? Weird pick. Fever Pitch does that really well with, like, they get the Boston Red Sox tickets, and, you know, and it's like Christmas. You know? uh, yeah, That's yeah. what I always think about with the schedule. Yeah, I'm into that big time. Yeah. Love the win totals. Uh, weird pick. Off season. Coming into some money in the summer, hopefully. Might lay some serious wood. Washington. You pulling a Randy on the corner? How, how you getting into the money? <laughs> you having a cheeseburger party? Got a Double cheese. <laughs> All right, I'm just joking. What the fuck is the pick? <laughs> what is the pick? What is the pick? We got Washington the Redskins. Shut up. If you would allow me. See, I, I, you're allowed. Five and a half wins. Washington Redskins. Season win total right now. New quarterback, Alex Smith, wins everywhere he goes. May not win nine games, may not get in the playoffs, may not win eight games and finish 500. But if he goes seven and nine, I get an extra week to sweat, five and a half wins. 
minus 160. Back up to Brinks. Washington minimum goes seven and nine. Weird pick of the week. Win totals. Get them. Look at them. They're out there. If you like a team, analyze their schedule. There's money to be made, especially early. Especially early. Favre. I, I wish I hated that more because let me, let me tell you something with the Washington Redskins, all right? They are they're the guy that goes through your dumpster, all right? <laughs> like, if Andy Reid is making the second round of the playoffs every year, has you as a franchise quarterback, has you every day in practice, and then decides, you know what? I don't want you. It's not that I'm leaving this team or anything. I'm just going to do this with someone else. I'm going to draft some kid, and he's going to take me to the promised land because you can't. You sign that guy to a four-year deal, okay? They're going to they're gonna suck. And, and I wish I could say that, you know, I want to take them under. But Vegas is with me and also thinks they're going to suck. And I'm with you. I don't think they're going to suck that much. Seven and nine sounds about right. Seven and nine. But let me tell you, that's Vegas saying that they're going to lose every game in their division. Basically, There's nobody. That, I'm banking the exact opposite. Of I that. know. I'm thinking know. they're going three and three in a division, maybe two and four at the worst. See, Vegas thinks the Giants are going to be better and Dallas is going to be better. Giants are at uh, Vegas with me, and that Alex Smith sucks. Giants are at seven and a half wins. Nah. Who's the team you want to know? Where are the Pats at this year, uh, VOG? 11 for the New England Patriots, 10 and a half, minus 170 equals 11 wins. They're gonna, they're gonna win ten or eleven or twelve, and they're gonna win the division. Yep. Yeah, I don't, you know I, I uh, don't agree with Weird Mike Opton, but I do like that pick. Um, Alex Smith, yeah, like he might not have been the guy in Kansas City, but he can win games, and they were plagued. They were I've never seen a team like they had the worst injuries. Like everyone was gone. They had like third, fourth stringers in there. So a little bit of health, you know, kick that mon- get the monkey off their back with the bullshit injuries. Alex Smith, I'll take that all day. So we're uh, two, two and two on uh, agreements and disagreements. We got the Tennessee and Tampa picks, zero for two, and then uh, we got a couple of agreements late in the show. Eh? Look at that. Build towards the off season, man. Working out. This is nice. This is like you've got mail. You know, like you're just hoping at the end, like you know, she doesn't kill him <laughs> <laughs> or call the police for stalking. You know. You know, I was gonna lean. Uh, I had uh, another. One you can. I, I really like the Washington over five and a half. But Here's who I'm taking. Let me tell you something. Yeah, gonna, this is going to be gonna my you pick. You. Yeah, get a hue pick in. I just love that music. That's Obi Trice, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to play it for a second because let me tell you something. I just looked myself, and here's who we're taking. We're taking the team that Alex Smith left, getting a lowly seven and a half. Andy Reid's teams win more games than that. And he's finally got a kid that can throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Teams don't know how to prepare for him yet. Mm-hmm. He's got a total, totally healthy offense. He always looks good in the first five or six games of the year because he game plans so well. Let me tell you something. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to explode onto a very uh, busy and uh, talented AFC scene uh, next year. But watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to explode. They're going to win more than seven and a half games. They're going to be a dogfight to get the playoff spot or get the division because I think that division is going to be real good with Oakland and even the Chargers putting up a fight. I think the best team is the Chargers in that division. Yeah. I think Oakland's going to have dysfunction. I like your seven and a half, though, because Oakland's, you know, working out their kinks. 
And uh, who's the other team? Denver. Philip Rivers has eight kids. Halfway through the, <laughs> halfway through the season, something like someone breaks their leg and someone's pony dies. I mean, you know, like he's got a lot of stuff going on. You know, man. Receiver last year, Mike Williams, going to be fresh and healthy. Uh, Keenan Allen's going to kill it again. They picked up Derwin James in the draft, who should have been a top ten guy. That's true. At safety. The guy is like one of the best safety prospects in the last several years. I love that pick for them. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be in the playoffs. And their home field advantage is amazing. Oh wait, no, it's not. They don't have one. Doesn't matter. It's They'll nothing. win wherever. Seattle gets an extra win and a half out of that every year. The MLS Chargers. <laughs> as long as yeah, as long as Chubb and Von Miller don't uh, don't kill them. There was more. Them twice a year. There's more people in the theater with me watching Infinity War yesterday than there will be at San Diego fans at the San Diego uh, season season home opener. They. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure they sold a home game too to either London or Mexico. That's what I mean. Man. Yeah, they only, got, they only got seven dates. Dude, there's there's prisons doing like you know outdoor like sentences. Hey, you just got to come to this game for a couple hours. Pelican Bay, no? Bring them out. You guys seen Infinity War by the way? Negative. Far from amazing. No. Yeah, just you guys don't do just the, don't care. You don't do the comic. There's about movies, 17 yeah. fucking superhero movies every year. I just you get no time for that. Look at us. Climbing into the plus 500, three for two on agreements. Hate the co- the uh, comic book movies. We were trying to do the show last week, but uh, Weird Mike and Voice of God were watching Shape of Water together. Wouldn't <laughs> Farvin call me? Filmed in Toronto. Yeah, that's great. That's great. What's the why? Why does it win? I don't like that movie. I don't like that movie at all. <laughs> okay, just for the record, I can't let this. You know, go into the go into the world that I support that movie. You know that there's an old there's it. an old janitor lady in my building who looks looking a little fishy. <laughs> Digging the Mahomes, he's gonna get it. Patrick Mahomes about to lay some wood. <laughs> there you go. She'll be right. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that's the Australian term for uh, everything. Uh, we'll be okay. I'm glad even, you made when, it back safe. even when the plans are very sketchy and we actually might die, as they like to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going to die. Uh, she'll be right. It's basically just a reassurance that we have no idea if this is going to be okay, but what's the point of worrying? <laughs> Cheers, mate. Great place. Uh, it's just a great place to be. Just like uh, it just feels right, you know? I feel like I think I'm going to go back. Just like John Gruden. In the Oakland Raiders coaching gear, yelling with that stupid smirk on his face. You know he's saying something dumb because he's been mic'd up for like every practice he's ever done. It just feels good. He's back in football, and I like it. Uh, I also just like, I like just looking, again, looking at these schedules. You know, Weird Mike loves schedules. Uh, I like the Oakland under, actually. I think what they, uh, what's their number? eight and a half. That'll be right around there. You don't want to. I don't. I'm not really feeling the Gruden vibe. It's going to take a year to work out the kinks and uh, bring in his real people and bring in his real effect. There's going to be dissension. Plus, they got uh, they got a Mexico game. They got a crazy road sked. They got a great quarterback. They're talented on offense. No way Amari Cooper ca- like drops that many balls again. Under. Agree, agree. But uh, yeah, Gruden Gruden's an interesting guy. He's you know he wants to like bring the the league back to like the 90s and bring in you know fullbacks and huddles and no analytics like i don't know i think it's god bless him he's gonna be a boomer bust uh coach there but he just at least signed. he's got a hundred million dollars in actually, 10 years he actually just signed mike allstott <laughs> yeah 
old school football guy. Big beauty, but uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes year one in Oakland. It's just good having him back in football. Feels right, you know? What do you think of the Bills' uh, win count? Quickly there before What's it at? Uh, six and a half. And it's a plus. Seven gets you paid. Seven and nine gets you paid. I like, the, I like what the head coach did with the defense. And I think Josh Allen. You know what? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't, again, not my favorite, but I wouldn't take the under. They got a four game road trip. The yeah. only team in the NFL this year to have a four game road trip. Where are the Niners at? Because it's probably too high. Uh, yeah, eight and a half. And if you want to go over, it's minus 150, so you got to eat a little bit. Yeah, no, no. Jimmy G's played seven games, all right? Well, the hype's got to calm down a bit. Seven games. I mean, folks, you ever, you ever have a job or a big office, okay? Or maybe you're, you're, on a, you're on a team that's, you know, come back year after year, all right? And you, you know, you, you're, you've done a lot of hard work to get to the level of respect that, like, you know, you get treated by your, your, your fellow employees, your, 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 your network. And then, that, you know, that one guy comes in, and he's, he's funny. He's, you know, he's wearing a nice suit, and he really nailed the, the weekend that uh, you didn't get the chance to go to. But, like, I mean, there's been a million sort of, you know, weekends just like that, but you weren't at the last one. And Todd was really great, you know? Seven games. Ah. There's enough film on him, though. Yeah, we'll that see. That division is stacked. I like the under. Brock Osweiler played seven games in Houston. Sign would do a billion dollars. Five of the 16 Niner games are in primetime. That is the maximum amount of primetime games you're allowed to play. And they could possibly get flexed into another one. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a schedule disruptor. That's different routines. It's a lot. Don't don't ever mention Brock and Jimmy in the same sentence again. I will you until keep, you keep doing that. I will until Jimmy because, plays more games. Because Brock sucked, he always did, he and did. he got carried he, by he, his defense. In the year before Brock sucked, okay, Brock played okay. He because played he was okay. On, he was Jimmy on, played lights. He, he out. was on Denver. He actually beat New England. Yeah, right in a, in a primetime game. Von Miller definitely beat him, but he made a couple of throws, and it seemed he like he did. played great. He did. In fact, there was a debate whether to bring Peyton back. Yeah, there was. There was. There was. Yeah, yeah a real but thing. He was fucking How dead dumb does throwing, that seem? Now? Throwing ducks, um, but no, Jimmy G's defense did not ever carry him. He his stats were absurd. So the hype is valid. I mean, yes. yeah, obviously he's got to back it up. He's got to have a big year, and teams do have more film on him. The other thing. But there's, if there was ever, a, you couldn't have a more impressive resume than he has had thus far. The other thing I find is that Jimmy G is like, he's like a phantom. Whereas maybe five or six guys have actually watched a bunch of his games and just, you know, and he's, they say they're pretty good. Then it's like someone backing up your bet at blackjack, like over and over again, you know, over and over again, where no one's actually ever seen. Jimmy, like Jimmy G, besides some of the highlights, I'll even admit when he started starting last year, like for San Francisco, unless he was in a really important game, my attention's probably going to be focused on more important games. San Francisco wasn't in it. That one game against Jacksonville, we had the van bet, so we watched that one. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. As in, like, yes, there is footage, but no, most people who are saying that that they like Jimmy G have seen that, and they're going on hearsay, and that is when. You're, you could see a whole bunch of people surprised when they shouldn't have been because they never saw the tape to begin with. So stop your quacking. 
All right? Shave those beards and stop saying such bullfarf. Okay? Good God. It's real talk, real sports, Huck Media. Woo! Rate, review it. Rate, review, subscribe. We're getting fired up for the new season. We're going to keep you informed and in, uh, excited in the summer, just like Infinity War. It was amazing. Okay? Get off your stupid farvin. I don't even know what's wrong so, with you. Uh, stop watching romantic comedies and uh, embrace the world. I'm about Okay, Thanos snapped comedies. his fingers. You should be lucky you're still alive. Sorry, spoiler. Two minutes. No. Like, these, these superheroes used to be able to solve their problems on their own back in the day. Now they need a team of 100 to take out a guy. Like, <laughs> cut the shit. Like, you guys, like, pick it up. <laughs> like, come on. You know, like, give me Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man back. Do you want Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Give me Tobey Maguire, okay? And Did Kirsten just, Dunst is Mary Jane. That's your, that's yes. your one that you yes. like? You want Seabiscuit as, yes. as your... As your as your your superhero, and fucking Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin. Yep. Oh man, those memes. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Are great. I don't know if you've seen those ones. They're fucking <laughs> pretty great. good. I uh, love that take on the uh, superhero gang up. Yeah, you are you are Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. That's uh, why I'm I am wearing a red hat. Yep. I don't know if that seeped into yeah, you. Yeah, and if you pulled something over your face, you you, you wouldn't sound any more superhero-y. <laughs> just like Toby. You're just like this doesn't feel right. I, the world doesn't feel safe if it's in your hands. And that's yeah, that was it. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, my official pick of the week was Kansas City to win over seven and a half. Because uh, I like, I trust Andy Reid. And I trust uh, the, the young quarterback that he traded up to get. He likes this kid. Apparently he's a bit farvish with his arm. And what did that kid do? He sat behind an established leader, there you watched, go. learned, hey, and now he's hey, set up for success. I don't have to be the only one right during the show. Okay, you guys, I'm glad you guys are starting to join in now, you know? I done been being right. Woo! That's not English. No. Nope. <laughs> what else? Yep. All right. Um, just to be fair, buy, I am buying stock in the Kansas City Chiefs, and I like the New York Giants this year, okay? Maybe... Maybe this will be the day that lives in infamy in New York as the day the Giants passed on Sam Donald, but we don't know. Uh, I do like them this year, though. And I'm selling stock in Dallas. This is when Dak gets exposed. Uh, wins a nice safety blanket. He's a slow-moving receiver that's usually open, not usually for the yards you need, but hey, who cares, right? On highlights, they don't. and stats, they don't. I don't believe in Dallas. I don't believe in Washington, but uh, I'm going to side with Weird Mike that five and a half is too low. Oh, we're going to squeeze six and ten, baby. Vegas really thinks they're going to suck. They're with me. I don't think Alex Smith's going to play the whole year. Uh, he's just due for an injury. He's not that big of a guy. I'm going to knock on wood. And Jacksonville and Tennessee, both their win totals go down as the, as the superior quarterbacks in their division come back from injury. Mm. Hopefully, nobody knows. If anyone talks to Papa Shango, see if he can figure out what's wrong. Uh, with Andrew Luck. And, uh, yeah. You guys got any anything to add? No, it was uh, great to be back. Uh, shake off a little off-season rust. See you in maybe about a month, boys. Sounds good, Huck? Yeah, a couple you're weeks. The, uh, you're the busy man in the sum, so. Again, we're going to talk to our stats department, but I'm pretty sure the NFL season is over half over. And uh, even if I am wrong, who far even cares? All right, don't check the weather. Just go out when it's nice out, folks. All right? Voice of God. Fired up? Yeah, baby. Here we go. Are the Pats going to get back to the Super Bowl? Yes or no right now? Probably. This is the year I actually don't see it. I've been predicting that for the last two years. 
I think Pittsburgh gets through. My early Super Bowl prediction? Yeah, sure. One year in advance. Pittsburgh, 31. Atlanta, 30. See you later, Steve Sarkeesian. That was close, too. Woo! On behalf of Huck Media, fire you later. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Freestyler, rock the microphone, carry on with the freestyler.